certainly is an expensive hobby. Yeah. Um, you, of course, have lots of uh, gradations how much you would like to spend. Because um, if I created myself, even though the materials are quite expensive, I might, uh, it might cost me less because I do create it myself. Mm -hmm. If you don't look at the hours I spent, of course. Mm -hmm. But if you would like to purchase similar items, then the prices can get pretty high, especially if you look at um, harness, uh, harnesses, for example. Yeah. Um, if you look at um, the costumes for puppy play, like the masks, um, or yeah, certain stuff for pony play, you see that the prices get up quite high sometimes. It's not that high if you re uh, compare it to a fursuit of the furry fandom, for example, because those can get into thousands. Wow. Here you might look at a hundred or m maybe a bit more, but that's nothing too crazy. Although yeah. I can imagine people being shocked if they hear, oh, this outfit of mine that did cost a couple of hundreds, <laughs> for example. But there's not, um, you're not obligated, of course. And if you just want a single tail plug and a set of ears, then you can get quite easily some cheap pair of ears. A tail plug is not expensive at all. So you're set really easily and there's no gatekeeping at all. So if you would like to do it with the stuff you have, of course, no problem at all. So are, are furries and are furries in the pet play community or are they, are they separate? Are they the same? Like what are, like, is there a difference? Uh, there is a difference, but there's also an overlap. Okay. Furries enjoy anthropomorphic characters. Um, and they are of course known for their fursuits. I just talked about. But you don't have to own a fursuit to consider yourself a furry. Um, it's just loving anthropomorphic characters a lot. Pet play is about animal role play, so you can participate in the role play without liking anthropomorphic characters in general. Okay. Um, in my case, I absolutely enjoy the furry fandom too. Um, I look at their artwork a lot, for example, and gain inspiration from them. And okay. I do like their personas a lot too. What is, uh, one thing I've, one thing I've noticed in the, in the pet play community, it seems that it's mostly, it seems that it's mostly white women. And then the second mm. tier would probably be white men. So, why why do you think that is i mean this is this is an outsider looking in you're a part of the community you yourself are white mm -hmm. um but what would you why do you think that phenomenon is the case well i think it's also slightly biased um if you look at puppy play i almost dare to say that most 
pets are actually men, most puppies. Really? In okay. kitten play, it is dominated by women, women, and I would say pony play is 50-50. But the fact that you see so many girls is because girls tend to get way more likes with much less effort than men. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if you search for pet play, or you see maybe some dorky people, or you see, oh, this girl showing her butt or tits with a tail and ears, that's one of the first things you're going to see. So I think that might be a little bit biased okay. because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and not all people participating um, show themselves on the internet. I know, for example, uh, a guy, Pup Max, he is an awesome guy participating in pet play and he has some awesome gear. So if you would like to see a male pup, I would uh, search him up. And well, I noticed you specified white. Um, there's also a cute girl with a darker skin color, very active on Reddit. So little shout out to Nia Pet, that's her name. I think you don't. I think the reason why you don't see a big diversity in cultural backgrounds, and I could be totally wrong on this, mm-hmm. uh, but it's something I noticed among my friends, for example, is that some cultures teach their kids to care a lot about dignity and acting out of the norm will not be supported. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I am a white girl, so it's just me guessing for the reason. Yeah. But I think might be one of the reasons why. That I mean, that's actually a pretty that's actually a pretty interesting analysis because the way I see it is, I I think whites have a I think when it comes to sexuality, whites are just more experimental and they're more open about uh, their kinks and their fetishes and stuff like that. And I think you do hit the nail on the head. When you say that other cultures um, are more uh, are more reserved and more conservative in that area, because I I noticed that not just in pet play, but if you look at other communities, um, other uh, kink, other uh, kink and fetish communities, you find that it's still uh, at least on the internet, it's still mostly white, and I think that's I think that's just because of what you said, where um, whites tend to be more accepting and okay with it and whereas other cultures um in other races are kind of like uh they're a little more hesitant to participate or be or admit that they participate openly mm-hmm. yes i agree so too and especially with something like pet play i can understand that lots of people might feel embarrassed or feel shame Mm -hmm. to admit oh yeah um especially to people who don't know what it is and think oh you're just behaving animal-like or what are you doing playing as a pet yeah no i i think that's i think that's quite i think that's i think that's quite the case because if you're an outsider like me I mean, but I mean, I'm someone I, I just I just like talking to different types of people and stuff like that. But if you're, say, an outsider and you're looking at, you know, if I go to if I go to your Instagram or an Instagram of another someone of another person in Pepe, I'd be like, wow, this person is not OK. 
without even getting to know who you are as a person or why you're doing what you're doing or, or what it is exactly that you're doing and not really having an understanding or even an attempt to understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And um, it's quite a shame that people are very judgmental like that. Especially because I think during pet play, it's all about not being judged at all. Yeah. Um, and trying to get rid of all these human standards. And of course, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's also a big misconception that people think, oh, people into pet play are weird or stupid or dumb. Mm-hmm. Because it's all kind of people participating. Um, it's normal behaving people, people that dress themselves normal, people with scholar degrees. Um, you can meet them in the office and not suspect the slightest that they might do this in their free time, you know. Yeah. And I think I can even say that about myself. I am very open about it, about my lifestyle. Um, I do have my yeah, quite a big online presence too. But I don't force the subject if I'm just talking to people. And I'm pretty sure there are still all, there still are people that know me very well, but still will be very surprised if they heard this about me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty interesting because I think when you have this, I think when you have this lifestyle, you look at a person and you say, okay, well, I know them as this. I know them as this person. I know her as, uh, she's my coworker. She's my colleague. She's my sister. She's my cousin or he's my brother or, you know, anything like that. And then this, this part of the lifestyle or this part of this, this part of the person is revealed. That person would be taken aback because they'd be like, wow. Did I have this person all wrong? Did I misanalyze them? And is there something wrong with them? Are they okay? Should I stay? Should I still hang out with them and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's really important to. Um, I I want to say talk about it because, but of course, if you don't want to share these things with your family don't do it (laughs) yeah but that's why it might be even more important to share information like this like Mm -hmm. on your podcast for example that it's um another way for people to enjoy themselves to have harmless fun and if you just put a little bit of effort into why why does he or she enjoy this lifestyle or why is he or she participating in this then you might discover quite soon that oh it's not about um just acting like an animal it's more about the mindset the mentality um going to your core or your primal state to call it like that so there's more thought behind it and if people are open for it to at least get to know uh, the lifestyle or the whys, then I think that might change a lot how people view it. Mm-hmm. 
Now, when it comes to when it comes to your romantic life, how does I, th- as an outsider looking in, I would be thinking, okay, if you're in this community, you probably have to date mostly within the community to feel completely accepted. <laughs> but is that but is that true? Like is can like how like how does dating work for you or anything or anything like that? Or those in, in the community? I think my uh, romantic life is not out of the ordinary at all. Okay. I haven't dated people within the pet play community because I just dated people like everybody else. Um, someone you just meet or someone from school I just you know mm-hmm. the normal places to call it like that mm-hmm. so yeah I can admit that my partners were not into pet play the way I am mm-hmm. if I would have found someone in within the pet play community I loved then of course that's a great match but uh, I found my partners outside of the community um, in my experience they didn't mind the tail plug at all because you know your girl wearing a butt plug is a nice addition anyhow mm-hmm. um and i must say i do experience that it um does have his influence because i definitely know i want to be able to uh unabashedly i think i say it like that my my true self um i've noticed that others really take liking to this pure enjoyment um also in the bedroom mm-hmm. so even though they might not act into the pet play part if i can just yeah enjoy myself to my truest form then your partner often takes a liking to it as well that's my experience at least Would you say that would you say that most people uh in the community when it comes to their romantic life do you think that they are afraid to let their partner know like say like say for example you were dating someone and they your partner didn't know Mhm and when would you at what at what stage would you feel comfortable letting them know hey this is something that i do and it's something that i enjoy like do you is that in the initial stages is that kind of later when you have more trust with this person how do you balance that out i would definitely at least start in one of the first phases like telling you like to experiment um i'm pretty open um and i also tell people quite early on i do like to experiment different stuff mhm um and then you can uh